0: Today, I am answering an extremely important question. It's one that I've spent a lot of time thinking about, practicing in my own teacher life, and planning how to answer for you. And the question is, how can elementary teachers get planned, prepped, and organized at school without working 24-7? Inside the episode, we're going to talk about four main areas, or pillars, as I like to call them. And I'm going to tell you exactly why these specific areas are important and share relatable examples for you. Stick with me until the end of the episode, because I'm also going to tell you how you can learn to perfect these pillars starting right now. Let's get started. Welcome to the Teacher Time Podcast, a space where teachers are empowered to take control of their prep time so they can enjoy their time off guilt-free. You know how teachers are always working long hours? Here, we're changing that norm together by tackling your biggest productivity questions and planning challenges. I'm your host, Stephanie Plovczyk, kindergarten teacher, toddler mama, and your very own productivity mentor. I know what it takes to get your important tasks done so you can consistently work your scheduled hours as a teacher, and I'm sharing it all with you here. In this community, we believe that you can be an effective teacher without sacrificing your free time. So let's ditch that constant cycle of overwhelm for teacher time strategies that work. Why? Because your time matters. Okay, so we're just going to jump right in. I'm going to tell you about each pillar one at a time, and then we'll do a quick recap at the end. So the first Pillar, the first thing that teachers need to do to get planned, prepped, and organized without working 24-7 is to get control of your mindset. First things first, we have to notice when our thoughts are impacting our overall ability to manage teaching tasks. One example of this is accepting the belief that teachers have to work late to get everything done. What if we didn't accept that belief? What if instead we challenged it and we shifted our thinking to how can I get my important tasks done and achieve some balance in my day to day? Because let's face it, if you are overwhelmed, everything feels more difficult. What good is it to be constantly working, missing out on free time to recharge, free time for yourself? I don't know about you, but I personally need that space away from teaching and away from work to refill my cup so that I can be the best version of myself all around for my family, for my students, but mainly for me. When I really made an effort to challenge that belief, I committed to not working on teaching things over the weekend. And what I found was Instead of feeling like I was behind, on Monday mornings, I felt more ready to tackle the day and the week with my students because I had taken the space to step away for some time. The second area that teachers really need to focus on in order to get planned, prepped, and organized before the weekend is to. Get control of your prep time. This is a big one. And I think it's a common thing for teachers to feel like prep time is out of our control. For one, we're often told when prep time will be and for how long it will last. But for another, there are often extra tasks or things that pop up during that time that demand our attention. But if your prep time feels like it's running out of your hands, if you feel like you never know where to start, that's a good clue that you need to take some steps to look at your to-do list, to look at your schedule, and to set up a schedule for approaching your prep time. You've probably heard me talk about a prep schedule before, and this is the one tool that I believe every teacher needs. It's a tool that I've used for years and I have developed a specific method to setting up so that I'm able to stay on top of my prep time week after week. It's been the key to my scheduling success, I guess you could say, as well as the success of other teachers who have been a part of Teacher Time University and have taken the time to implement their prep schedule too. The other area that teachers really need to focus on is their planning. Specifically, we need to be simplifying the planning process. Lesson planning is an involved teacher task. There's no doubt about it. It's important, but it's involved. We have to make sure that lessons are aligned to standards, ensure that each lesson has the necessary components. And of course, we have to come up with ways to keep our students interested and engaged. It's not an easy feat. But I guess that as a teacher, it's something that you can do really well. I'm sure you have so many ideas that pop into your mind in the middle of the night and you can't wait to do them with your students. That being said, when you're completely exhausted from teaching your little learners, lesson planning can feel a lot more challenging. I know that's how I felt. I used to love writing lesson plans in college when I wasn't teaching students all day. Then when it came time to do both, well, exhausting is definitely the word that comes to mind. After experiencing this for a while, it it really made me think, how can I simplify the planning process while still preparing effective lessons for my students? The answer was templates, routines, and frameworks. And what I came to realize was that this is important not just for me as a teacher, But also for my students, because by providing predictable routines in my lessons for my students, it was actually mutually beneficial. They knew what to expect, it maximized their independence, and it allowed them to absorb the information more readily. So, taking those steps using templates and routines to simplify planning was a game changer. The final pillar that teachers really need to have in place in order to get planned, prepped, and organized without basically living at school is systems, specifically by setting up systems that work for you. And the key words here are work for you. And it's a tough one because with so many fabulous teachers online and within our school building, it's, it can be really easy to doubt yourself and to think that someone else has the right answer. But the truth that I've come to realize over the years is that there is no one right way to organize your classroom, to set up and run centers, to run any kind of system in your classroom. There's a lot of really great ideas and fabulous ways to do it, but what it really comes down to. Is knowing how to organize your main classroom areas purposefully, as well as how to map out your systems in a way that works for you. So, quick story here. As a first year teacher, we had literacy specialists push into our classrooms to help us set up our reading block. And it was really, really helpful. But one area that at the time I felt very much not confident in was setting up and running my centers. So the teacher that I was working with had asked me how I envisioned running it. And I just had no clue. I wasn't sure of myself and I wasn't sure of what the quote unquote right way was. So to help me, he gave me a suggestion. He said, this is how I've done it. And I said, "Okay, if that works, then let's do it. Let's do it that way. That's how you do it. Great. Perfect. He modeled running it that way and it seemed to work while he was pushing in. But once he left, I just had such a hard time planning for centers this way and keeping things organized. It wasn't because it was a bad system. It wasn't. It wasn't because I was a bad teacher. I wasn't. But it was because it wasn't what made sense for me. And because it didn't make sense for me, it didn't make sense for my students and it was just a mess. Flash forward to current years and centers run a lot smoother because I thought through purposeful organization that I could get on board with and how I envisioned what centers would look like for me and my students from start to finish. It did take some time upfront to just think this through and then of course some trial and error, but it was Well, worth it because now planning for centers is so much easier. It was this learning process that made me realize the importance of not just having centers work for you, but every aspect of your classroom organization being mapped out purposefully so that you can run it efficiently, but also effectively. So what we just covered was the four pillars, as I like to call them. That will help you get planned, prepped, and organized without living at school 24 7, and will allow you to create more space in your day with these simple systems. And just as a quick recap, those areas were mindset, prep, schedule, planning, and systems. What we just covered was actually my signature framework, I call it the pillars of productivity. The pillars are the four areas that I have uncovered as the four things that teachers really need to focus their energy on in order to create that space in their school day and set up systems that allow them to get planned, prepped, and organized week after week. These pillars are actually exactly what I teach you how to implement inside my program, Teacher Time University. And at the time that I am recording this, the doors are currently open. They are going to be open until uh, Saturday, September 18th. So if you want someone to show you how to do this, how to implement these four areas with live workshops to support you, pre-recorded bite-sized video lessons, You can get more information about Teacher Time University using the link in the show notes. Go ahead and check it out. And of course, if you have any questions at all, my direct messages are always open on Instagram. I'll link that here too. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what we talked about here and want to connect further, you can find everything you need on my website, www.teachinglittleleaders.com. And if you loved this episode in particular, share it with your teacher friends by taking a screenshot and posting to Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at Leaders so I can see it and reshare. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a fabulous week.